Hey, Joel here. It's Dining Around, broadcasting from the capital of American gastronomy, San Francisco. And we love to eat and drink and travel and experience things. And, well, there's an event on the way in San Francisco very, 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 very soon. Uh, it's happening September the 9th and 10th. So I want to make sure that everybody knows about it because it's something that has had great exposure in the past. And I know that there are a few tickets left so that you'll be able to experience it yourself if you choose to come out. It is the J-Pop Summit. And we're joined by two individuals who are part of this exciting event. Uh, we have Manomi Iboshi. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having us. I appreciate it very, very much. Uh, and Wakeko Kobayashi, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so let's start with, mm -hmm. after completely embarrassing myself, yes. and I will admit, I am a neophyte when it comes to Japanese American culture, mm -hmm. although I enjoy everything I've experienced so mm -hmm. far. I think that the J-Pop Summit mm -hmm. is something that will really help me learn more mm -hmm. and really feel a part of it. Mm -hmm. Tell us, why did you decide mm -hmm. to, to you and your team to bring this together? So uh, J-Pop Summit started in 2009 when this place called new people in japan town this building opened at the same year and we started the festival as the opening f you know a celebration for mm -hmm. the uh the building and it used to be in japan town free street fair and um and we didn't have any vision mm -hmm. moving forward we just you know did it okay and then after that the community because it was so so successful the community wanted you know us to bring it back in the following mm -hmm. year and so maybe for the first four or five years we are not even sure that we're gonna keep doing it <laughs> <laughs> it just happened and we, uh -huh. we kind of had to okay you know continue until um uh, 2013 when we had the big ramen festival mm -hmm. in the, in japan town right that was the first ramen event we uh kind of had as part of our festival and then just too many people came showed mm -hmm. up and which then, is a good thing yeah it was a good thing but it reached to the point that it became kind of dangerous like <laughs> too many like okay. way beyond our mm -hmm. expectations so fire marshal came and he was furious and then no. yeah because you can really move right yeah and then um the community was kind of upset also because of the all the garbage mm -hmm. you know the aftermath of course. and then so we decided to move on to you know, inside a venue, I mean, indoor venue, mm -hmm. uh, such as Fort Mason, we were looking for, you know, we, we checked out different venues, mm -hmm. and then we decided to move to Fort Mason and started charging a mission, mm -hmm. because until then, it was completely free. Our festival was funded by the sponsors and community mm -hmm. and all that, so we were always losing money, <laughs> <laughs> just to promote mm -hmm. Japanese culture. Right. And then that, that was part of our job, mm -hmm. too, but... So we decided um, uh, to make it to the you know next level with uh, different vendors, different uh, sponsors, and make it just bigger. And it, mm -hmm. it grew very fast. Well, and then. that's 
it's interesting that you say that because yeah. I've heard about the ramen festival and I knew about J-pop yeah, yeah. before, yeah. but last year uh -huh. was the year that I heard the most about it. So it was it was a thing to go to. It was very very exciting, uh -huh. Uh -huh. even though it had been exciting for several years before that. Yeah. And I think it's inclusive yeah. of so many other people. Actually, at the the first ramen event, it was not. Um, was not run by us mm -hmm. we had a partner at the time and then we we're just working with them and we we're not involved in that, that you know details or logistics so we were we were not able to you know manage all the stuff that had to do but um so learning from that you know mis not mistake but like an accident mm -hmm. kind of um we decided to when, when when we decided to do the new ramen event called ramen summit mm -hmm. um you know we wanted to be sure 100 percent sure that it's going to be successful and, and well managed this mm -hmm. time and nobody get upset or <laughs> yeah but the community mm -hmm. still feels very much involved right uh you mean the Japan town? Yeah. Um, yeah, because uh, we are uh, also doing this film festival still in the in Japan town. So uh, the film festival starts a week before the J-pop, okay, which is already running, mm -hmm. and then it ends on the same day of the final day of J-pop summit. So uh, while we are doing film festival in the community, we are showing. Uh, the trailers of uh, J-pop and Ramen Summit to the all the audience, mm -hmm. and because it happens in Japan, um, everybody knows, you know, like we are connected. Right. Film, film, film festival and J-pop summit. I think that's great. Yeah. So there is the connection of the yeah. community, and and certainly learning about Japanese culture mm -hmm. in this mm -hmm. way mm -hmm. for me, as as a person who uh, would love to experience even more of it, mm -hmm. this is a really interesting connection. Mm -hmm. So what will we have at the J-pop summit? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I know that arts, eats, and innovation; those are the three pillars mm -hmm. of the J-pop mm -hmm. summit that's mm -hmm. happening this weekend, September mm -hmm. the tenth. Mm -hmm. Sorry, ninth and tenth. Mm -hmm. um, what's involved? What should we look for? Forward to. So, as you said, um, there are three main things: arts is in innovation, innovations, arts. Um, we have uh, music. We have t like so many music guests vi visiting from Japan just to just to perform mm -hmm. at the J-pop and uh, variety of music. And um, also, we have artists. Um, so we are featuring this, his name is Hiro, Hiroyuki Mitsume Takahashi. Okay, yeah. so you have this this yeah. artist that's coming in. Yeah, this uh, main art, mm -hmm. key art of the, the main visual is designed by him. And then we used his art on our pr promotional videos and everything. It's, it's very colorful, kitsch, and then you can, you can see his artwork everywhere mm -hmm. at the venue. Yeah, yeah. Is there a feeling, uh, the people who come to it as well, is there a J-pop vibe or is there mm -hmm. like a J-pop feeling? Yeah, so uh, we are trying to create this playground kind of place inspired by uh, Japanese pop culture. So I, I believe that every person has a different vision or, you know, uh, idea mm -hmm. what that J-pop is. So we kind of bring all the different ideas together and then share with it. So maybe I shouldn't say, maybe I shouldn't say like, you know, this is the J-pop mm -hmm. or this is the Japanese pop culture. Like, because everyone can have different, 
image, different mm. idea of what the J-pop is. But definitely, it's fun. It's colorful. It's very like you know, we just have fun and mm. you know have share a great time together. Well, and I yeah. was wandering yeah. around the uh, the building here that yeah. we're located in yeah. right now, and there are a number of fabulous shops that are here uh -huh. with really uh -huh. exciting clothes and yeah. accessories and interesting things, uh -huh. and it's all very very colorful colorful yes. and it's all very accessible I yeah think. yeah Japanese part of the Japanese culture is all about cuteness mm -hmm. you know kawaii is the it's becoming more universal word um, in this you know area but like colorful kids a little bit bizarre and uh, and fabulous mm -hmm. yeah and yeah, fabulous is yeah, important yeah very important well let's get into a little bit of the food yes. oh is that all right yes, yes. okay so Wakeko, tell us a little bit about the food and what what we'll be able to taste while we're there okay so our main attraction will be ramen summit mm -hmm. obviously we have five ramen shops on including one from seattle called the yodashiku we have five total and uh, one bowl is only $8 mm -hmm. and you can taste everything. And we have different soups. We um, invited different kind of ramen serving. So you can definitely try everything and find your favorite ramen. Okay. And also we have Sake Summit, which is a sake tasting event. So we have during the daytime, it's $10. You get to drink five different sake for Great. one hour. And on Saturday night, we have Sake Summit Premium, okay. which lasts for two hours. And uh, it's $30, but you get to drink premium sake, okay. which is like maybe like $100 a bottle or something, like sparkling sake to daiginjo to something that you usually cannot drink. Mm -hmm. The tickets are sold out, but uh, we are hoping to bring it back next year. Okay. So. <laughs> but we'll be able to find out more about the Saki Summit and the Sakis in involved at the event as well. There'll mm -hmm. be signage and that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that as a, as a person who loves to taste different things, mm -hmm. not necessarily new because, of course, Saki's been around forever. But mm -hmm. the different Saki houses, for me, that's really exciting because mm -hmm. you, you get an idea of what something tastes like. And then you realize it's such a vast variety, just mm -hmm. like with beer and wine and any other flavorful thing. It's there's always this variation. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you can try. Well, the during the day, the sake summit is for people who do, who don't drink sake on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. It's more for beginners, because um, you know, obviously, for American people, beer and wine is more accessible, and that's something around you. Mm -hmm. But um, People who come to J-pop summit obviously uh, is interested in Japanese culture, but not necessarily, you know, go out the way and buy sake and drink on their own. Right. So we want to introduce them to different kinds of sake to those new, um, yeah, those beginners. Mm -hmm. So you can see beautiful things, learn more about Japanese uh, pop culture, uh, taste and, and, and the arts, of course, this playground kind of atmosphere. So arts, eats, and innovation, all sorts of beautiful things at the J-Pop Summit. Like I said, the actual event information is located at j-pop.com. Uh, the event is happening on the 9th and 10th of September at Fort Mason Place. Uh, it starts at 10 o'clock a.m. for the VIP ticket holders. Uh, it starts at 11 o'clock a.m. for the non-VIP ticket holders. But you can grab tickets online very, very easily. They start at 35. They go for it to 150. There's a bunch of different things you can find out there. But the reality is this is such a wonderful way 
to find out more about Japanese pop culture, which is something that I really love and I'm sure everybody loves as well. Think about it. We don't always get to travel to where we want to go, so maybe getting a taste of it in advance is good. You do that, you find out more, and then learn from some of the partners who are at the J-Pop Summit because they're a real gateway to actually going and visiting Japan as well. You can find out more from the artists, you can listen to the music, you can taste the delicious ramen and the sake and really have a good time. So it's both days this weekend. I'm Joel Moore, Food, Wine, and Travel next time. But before I, I go, I want to say thank you so much for having oh, thank me. Thank you for having us. I really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to this weekend's event. It's going to be great, great fun. All right, I'll pop up links on diningarounds.com, and I'll tweet out some information as well. Uh, Wakeko and also um, Manimi. Manami. Manami. My apologies. Thank you again for having me. I know, right? I keep missing. It's because I get so excited. That's why. I'm just so excited. We're food, wine, and travel next time.